0: You're listening to GID Radio, the best alternative for commercial
1: radio on GIDRadio.com. For the beats, for the love, for the alcohol, for the party, one time like.
2: Okay. Letting the kick ride, letting the snare roll Letting the bottle pour, cups in the air flow Love what you hear though, everything blap. Feel like the beat is everything, well then
1: everything's back ha. Letting the speakers blast, letting the beats run Word to the crate digging, word to machine drums Get used to it as we proceed ha. Black
2: radio for the lover, just the beats won't everything, everything is blab, everything is blab Yeah,
1: everything is blab, the
2: kick gon' nap, The snare gon' crack, and everything is blab Everything is black. Everything is black. Everything is black. Everything is black. Yeah, everything is black. The bottle gon' gone The speaker's gon' gone crack. And everything is
1: black. Everything is black.
3: Everything
4: is black. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're live. We're live. Are we live right now?
3: NYC. What's going
5: on, fams?
4: Yo Back um, on the air in Another Washington. week
5: Blap on the radio You know what I'm saying Ilman's playing some exclusive shit
4: Yeah so So uh, for those of you all tuned in um, You know uh, Our DJ Eric um, He's away He's on tour He's a superstar He's a rock so star dude. He's and a G-G. rock star So he couldn't be here today Again I think he's in Portland We may or have s- to just fire him Nah I'm only kidding <laughs> 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 Eric I'm only playing nah, nah. you man no, we love Eric. Uh, so uh, I'm DJing tonight. I got my laptop, and um, so I guess for most of the backdrop tonight, I'm just pretty much gonna be playing beats, uh, unre- some unreleased shit, uh, some stuff that already came out, maybe some songs, and just like shit that I like. You know what I mean? I'm playing a little Kendrick, and I'll mix it up. But yeah, um, word. So lap on the radio, uh, man. This is our our third, no, our fourth. Episode um, and uh, shout out to GID Radio, man. This is, uh, this is our, our new home. home, man. It's our new home for the show. Um, shout out to Ak, shout out to Ray, shout to Ak and Ray, Son man. Yup, yep, yup. Um, I won't say his other name, according to uh, Stoney, <laughs> We can't, we can't
5: start off. You we know, can't start, no start off with that word with the studio Personal. manager. No, like can't. that. No. no, I'm not gonna do that no. to him.
4: But uh, shout out to GID, man, hooking it up. Um, Stoney. Yes sir. How are you?
3: I'm good. I got jet lag, man. I mean,
4: Where Where you, you coming here from? You are with us right now, yo? you, 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 know you went to I, like you went to Iceland, right?
3: I mean, I was all up in Australia and more fucking Germany, all that shit, man.
4: See. Talk talk call me nah, 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 a superstar. Nah, nah, nah. The fuck what out what you doing? Yo. <laughs> Stoney what?
3: <laughs> no, nah, so- I just came back from LA. Shout out to LA. Shout out the native instruments. They had us in this boot camp room with wow. the whip on our back. For wow. like four days straight, but I came back with a with my gold medal, you know. You have to. You know.
4: I mean, you got to go out there and represent as, as you know the your the native instruments rep in New York, you know. So you have to go out there and really represent. Um, shout, shout to Tory, man.
3: Yeah, shout out to Willie B. I mean, Willie, he definitely hollered at assistant. A you know. You, damn you, you have, Willie B. I love Willie B. Sorry, I couldn't even see the brother, man. I, oh man. I was, man. Sorry, Willie.
5: Yeah, he was on. I had to apologize uh, he was on our first on yeah. episode, man. Yeah. He's yeah. on our first black episode, so yeah, man. You Sorry. know, we about to uh, get into some shit. What, what happened yeah. during the week, so, man? So, so
4: really, really cool, um, memorable experience for me, um, and for a handful of people, uh, which happened uh, what two, three days ago or something like that. This week just went by like fucking flash. Um, but anyway. So, uh, shout to Young Guru. Um, For those of you who don't know who Young Guru is, um, he's Jay-Z's engineer. Uh, He's been with Jay for a very long time. Uh, Mixed some of your favorite records. You know, not only Jay-Z stuff, you know, the Blueprint albums. uh, You're talking Kingdom Come. I mean, everything, you know blueprint on, you know what I mean? It was all guru, and uh, a bunch of stuff. I mean, he mixed um, kept, uh, the Little Brother album, uh, what, the Minstrel Show, and a bunch of stuff, and he's also a dope producer. So he had a, a conference uh, sponsored by iStandard, I believe, at Flux Studios, and it was basically... Young Guru uh, in in a room with about, I would say, what, like 10 to 15 people? Like 10 to 15 people. 10 to 15 real, people.
3: Real, real shout, out, shout, out to shout out to Flux Studios. Shout to Flux. They so have some really great events yeah, in that spot. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So
4: it was super intimate, and um, it was basically Guru in a room for three hours, just basically breaking it down for him, you know, uh, breaking it down as far as, like, how to become a successful engineer to um, his, you know, like intimate experiences, pause that he's had, you know, over the years, like in the studio and what he's learned over the years. And it's just like priceless information. Like, you know, that's stuff that you you can't go to school and learn. You know, you have a veteran like Guru who basically taught everything himself and and, and is one of the the most in-demand hot producers of today, so, or or engineers, rather. And um, so we had the pleasure of going in there and, and, you know, we were talking about a few things and I had the pleasure of um speaking to the to the students uh for a little bit too and um the one uh the one subject that that resonated throughout the entire conversation was uh the r word r word well i was going to say <laughs> the the n word not that word networking networking <laughs> right? relationships so don't get it twisted. and networking <laughs> relationships and networking um and honestly like Being a producer, I mean, you know, for those of you tuning in that are producers, um, you know, networking and relationships really is everything. And and I know at this point it may sound cliche, you know, your network is your net worth. Uh, Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, yeah, it's true. But like, it's not about that. It's not necessarily about money. Um, It's not about surrounding yourself by rich people um, most of the time. But it is nice to surround yourself by people who have money because you do become rich from that. But uh, money doesn't equal being rich. But um, basically, you know, relationships and networking. So, like we were talking about how um, personality, right? And I know we spoke about this a little bit, right, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, last um, week, last, last week we
3: had Ariel in the engineer. Ariel, yeah. And we were talking about fantastic. relationships
4: again. And you know, I'm, I'm not going to ramble about this for the next thirty minutes. Uh, so, you know, you guys can tune into the other episode if you want the full rant. But, you know, networking and and and, and having a, a, an inviting personality really is key to uh, attaining success. Um, you know, it's a people industry, right? So, no you know, whatever money you're making as a producer is somebody writing a check for you. A person, a human being. You know, it's not like... You, you know you're, It's not like a regular job Where you sit down And you negotiate a salary And then you get uh, A certain amount of money Every You know First and 15th Like As a producer You don't know when Your next check is You have no That's why idea. you gotta Stay hustling man. You gotta stay On top of it Like Like it's your First fucking day Doing it Number one
3: And then you gotta Be humble man And you I have mean, to be
4: humble You gotta be and you gotta be
3: great At what you're doing You gotta always Strive for excellence If you're not about The excellence then What is it about
4: Yeah, exactly. And it really shouldn't be about money. You know, at the end of the day, the thing that I learned was um, money is really just uh, a symbol that, uh, you know, kind of reminds you that uh, you're headed in the right direction. You know, I mean, you know, money comes your way and and it's it's the universe's way of reminding you that you need to keep going. And it also allows you to keep going. You know, we're as human beings, we're, you know... um, we're at the mercy of needing, of, of re, being required to have money in order to live, right? Uh, for most people, but uh, you know, so it's just kind of like the, this weird energy about money. So you know, when you when you go out for it, and this is so weird because the beat is is saying, I thought that money was everything. That's cool. <laughs> Check it out, guys. Oh no, he gonna spit, y'all. I thought oh, no. that was money. What is everything? I gave that to a really, mind singing, a really cool artist rapped over that. Uh, anyway. we have an for that? Okay. Okay, we
6: leg ass shit. <laughs> Pause. Uh,
4: we need sound effects. Um, but yeah, so I'll say, you know, don't do it for the money and uh, just be a fucking good person. Like, I hate running into people and they just off the bat, you just, you just get turned off completely.
5: Well, some you know? people
3: just have that energy. Yeah. And this is not for everybody. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
3: This business is not for everybody.
5: But you know what? I don't know how many times we can tell them. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know how many times we can tell them. But.
4: but it's like, it's so important. I don't care how hot your beats are. If you if you want, if you you don't know how to talk to a human, then go talk to a lizard. That makes no sense. And then, but, and then,
3: and, but you know, then there's the music industry etiquette. There is an etiquette. And how you speak in a studio, right? When and where to say something, right. and even though you want to be honest, sometimes you can't say everything, right? Absolutely,
4: that's very, very true. Um, yeah, and then, and then also uh, one one other thing that we talked about was uh, well, I talked about, um, and it's a thing that a lot of producers aren't really aware of, and I, and I, I stress it because it's so important to know this. Um, just publishing how publishing and writing works um and i was surprised because a lot of um a lot of the 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 people in the room really just had no idea how that stuff worked um
5: and i gotta say it's probably because most of them aren't even to that point yet even though they should always think about it but that's not what's on their mind right now right they're still trying to get on but honestly you should have all that set up
4: all that stuff should be knowledgeable. And um, I, I'm going to give you guys a jewel, man, because, you know, it's, this is what we do on the radio. The biggest
3: the biggest word in music business is
4: what? business. Business, exactly. Um, you know, so um, breaking down publishing and writing, you know, a lot of people get this kind of, like, misconception. Like, okay, if I produce a beat for 50 Cent and I do the beat and 50 writes the rhyme and he performs it and there's no other writers and there's no other songwriters or performers and then on the beat there's no samples on the beat there's no co-producers there's no musicians getting publishing then yes, you were right me and 50 Cent break break the song in half 50-50 he owns 50% of it and I own 50% of it you are correct on that end but it's not 50% writing portion goes to 50 and 50% publishing portion goes to me. Right. No, 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 <laughs> um, This is how it works. All right. So a song is 100%. Think of it like a pie, right? And you, the, the pie, the song is split into two down the middle. One side of it, which is 50% of it, is the writing portion of the song. The other 50% is the publishing portion of the song. So the thing you have to look at is the writing portion. Now the writing portion is split into two parts as well. So you split, you know, divide two into 50, what do you get? 25. So writing portion is split into two parts, 25% and 25%. One part of the writing portion is the actual writer. It's the writer of the record, right? Nice. So. Uh, if you performed on a record, if you were a songwriter on a record, you get a portion of the writer portion of the writing portion of the song. The other 25%, which is the other half of the writing portion, is the writer slash composer section. That's where the producer comes in. So it's the, it's the composer and the writer of the actual music. So if we're me and 50 Cent in the same scenario are splitting the, uh, the song, he gets 25% of the writing, okay, because he wrote the song, I didn't help him write it, so he gets all that, and I made the track, I get the other 25% of the writer slash composer portion. Now, the publishing portion, I I look at the publishing portion more like, uh, the the leftover part of the pie, but it's also probably the most important part, um, and it usually, uh, matches your writing portion, so... If I walk away with 25% of the publishing, um, I'm walking away with 25%. Or if I'm walking away with 25% of the writing, I'm walking away with 25% of the publishing. Same goes for for the writer, for 50. He gets 25% of the writer. He also gets 25% of the publishing. Now, let's say me and 50 Cent do a song. And I do the beat, no, no, no samples or whatever. And let's say Eminem is on the record. Right. Let's say Eminem has a verse. So how, the, how how do we split that? How do we split that? And I'm show, I'm trying to break down like the correct way to do it. So because Eminem is on a record and he performed on it, it's basically up to Eminem and Fifty to negotiate how they want to split up their writer portion, right? Because it's going to affect it's going to affect basically all of their percentages. So um, me being the producer in this scenario. I do not get affected by those splits um, unless uh, unless you know M comes in and like co-produces the beat somehow or whatever I don't get touched right. so the writers are at the mercy of splitting it with each other so let's say they split it down the half so what's that 50 cent writer portion uh, 12.5 Eminem writer portion 12.5 right and then they also split the publishing the same way 12.5 12.5 And then 12.5, 12.5. So what is that? 25%, right? So it it ends up making a lot of sense. Um, You know, 50 ends up walking away with a quarter of the song. uh, Eminem walks away with a quarter of the song. And I walk away with half of the song. And that's how you have to look at it. Because when there's songwriters involved, the songwriters should not, by any means, be uh, taking away from... Your writer or publisher portions as a producer, unless it says it in the paperwork, and you don't know what the fuck is going on. And I have a, I, you <laughs> means know, your lawyer did not read that. It shit. means your lawyer didn't read it, or it means you just don't understand how it goes. So producers remember that. Um, now can you get them- You will split your publishing and your writing to songwriters or not songwriters? I'm sorry, um, musicians, co-producers, whoever is involved with making the actual track. That's, that, that would be the, the correct time to uh, split your publishing with someone. Were you just going to say so? I'm sorry? Oh,
3: I'm, so no, I'm sorry, actually. Um, is there a place that you want to give them recommendation to start reading and studying and really understanding what you just said so yeah. they can go back and reference?
4: Sure. One, one book that really breaks it down for you is a, a book uh, written by Donald Passman called All You Need to Know About the Music Industry. Um, I believe there's probably a digital version at this point. There's um, got it. There's got it. If there isn't, then Donald is fucking up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, or pick up the hard copy. Go to Barnes & Noble and get a fucking mocha chocachino with extra pumpkin on it uh, and cinnamon and cop the book. Uh, but um, that's a great book. And, uh, I mean, there's a, there's a handful of books, man, like that 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 are very, very inspirational to uh, what you what you need to know to survive in this industry? Do you guys have anything to add to that? This whole thing? Um,
5: I don't have anything else to add to it because you gave the I'm most long you gave the most long winded. Is that long winded? No, I'm only fucking with oh, you. Fuck. No, it was just super informative, and I, I don't have anything else to add to
3: that. To be honest with you, now. um, I, well, uh, to add to the publishing thing. Uh huh. Um, also, you know, depending on the history. And the status of the artist that you're working with, you know sometimes those splits are done differently,
6: yeah,
3: you know, depending on the status yep. of that artist, you know um, and where you are as a producer, a new producer might the splits might look different and sound different you know if you're not ill mine you know what I mean or right. if you know and, it, and it, again, it's all politics and it's totally. you know and and you have to always you know uh, to you know uh, consult with your attorneys and other people who are either with ASCAP or BMI and be a part of those different um, things so that you're uh, you're clear about what you're getting and not getting splits are done based on how two writers may feel. Right. And you brokers
5: know? shouldn't get a percentage.
4: Yeah. You when know.
5: Because, I mean, like, you know.
3: you'll get in a studio with, a, with a, a big writer and they might say, hey, you know what? My name is going to carry this record. I feel that I need a bigger percentage. Sure. And you, you do it. You go with it. You get the experience. You get your name on those records.
4: And, and, and this perfect that you mentioned that because one, um, one thing I highly, highly, highly recommend everyone do, whether you're an artist or songwriter or producer, have mm-hmm. paperwork ready in the studio. You can and down, I'll tell you what you do. You have a split sheet ready, Okay. Make a template. It's really easy. It's super straightforward. You don't need to hire a lawyer. You don't need a fucking uh, uh, what are those things? Notary bullshit with the thing. Make a pa- take a piece of paper. You could do it on a napkin. Make a split sheet. And if you're in a studio working with songwriters and you're working with producers and musicians, make sure after after not before after that was Fabi after um, after the session. Go over the paperwork with everyone and agree on splits on how you want to split up the writing and publishing because that shit will bite you in the ass later on. You know, I, I've heard stories of producers working with you know big songwriters that are signed to you know BM, BM, BMG and, and and Universal and they're getting with these songwriters and they're like for big projects and then they would they would go in there and create the these amazing songs with songwriting concepts on them. Submit them to the ARs or the artists or whatever. Artist likes it, artist uses it, right? And then AR calls producer or whoever that person who handed to him was, calls him and says, Hey, that track you uh, submitted, we really like it. Um, I need the Pro Tools and, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. So then they, they fast forward, you know, five, six months. They're like, Okay, yeah, we want to use this on the album. So I need your I need your information. I need to know if you use samples. I need to know if you interpolated. I need the, I need your lawyer's information. I need your publishing. I need all this information. And if you can't provide that information to these people, they'll fucking toss it under the bus and move on because like, okay. shit needs to be clear for yeah. these people behind the desk, you know. And if you're not prepared with okay, yeah, I have I had this writer. And this person and they're gonna do their research they're gonna say okay who is this producer what has he done okay are they is he in the grid Mm -hmm. does he have a publishing deal okay uh, if he doesn't have a publishing deal that means we can't collect okay then maybe we should fuck him over and give him less publishing maybe he's you know uh, inexperienced enough so that we can tell him what to give him and he'll he won't mind you know so like there's always these little loopholes uh, dealing in the industry if you're not knowledgeable and you don't take those extra steps then you will absolutely get fucked over and I, I have in the past we all have so.
3: now, now th- another thing you know if you can touch on it for the producers um, let them understand when and where to give a Pro Tools session Like when in the process it is time to give a proto session, like you know, ultimately in the beginning you give them a stem file, which is a stereo channel of the entire track. They feel it, they love it, they write to it, they dig it. But then now they're at the stage where they have to give the session to whoever that artist is, a producer who's completing the record, versus beat makers. Like touch on that a little bit.
4: Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm so glad you brought that up. So this is a really tricky thing because there really is no right way to do it really what it comes down to is is trust um you know first thing you should you should always 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 do and always know is to copyright your beats yep cop go to copyright.gov and um you can upload up to 30 of them i believe it's 30 you can do like a volume or a volume like yeah. however many you want like throw them in folders zip it up upload it on on copyright.gov i think it's a $30 fee and your shit's copyrighted. Yeah, the titles, um, the volumes, titles and everything. The, and the
5: whole, the whole sending it to yourself in a brown envelope does not. <laughs> right, right. If you're gonna send it to you yourself in a talking. brown
4: envelope, who, you who, deserve who to. That up,
6: okay?
4: Yo, I'm not gonna lie, yo. I did it once. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, like I got postage. <laughs> I was in high school though, you know. I don't know about this government stuff in high school. Uh, so uh, it's
3: an SR form, I think, for producers for music. It's an yeah. SR form and a, a PA form for writers. Yeah, one I of those. Mean, I mean, don't don't yeah. one of those. But go to copyright.gov. <laughs> read, read
5: it though. You know what I mean? We we can <laughs> tell you everything you need. Yeah. We can. You can show you how to fish. You know what I mean? We Is can't catch it? the fish for you. Can't okay. catch the
4: fish. We can't. We man, we can't promise you that you'll catch a good fish. <laughs> You can't. Uh, So copyright your music, number one. Number two, I'll give you a scenario. All right. So let's say you're a new producer. We'll do the new producer scenario. I'm a new producer. I got some hot shit. I just sent motherfucking... uh, Man, who could I use as an example? Uh, I don't want to put anyone on the spot because I know everyone. Uh, Fuck it. Doesn't matter. Taylor Swift. All right. So, yo, I just, I got these crazy guitar ballads I just did. And um, they're great, and I, but I don't have credits, but I know the A&R, Taylor Swift's A&R. Um, I want to send him some shit. So you send your stuff. Taylor Swift hears it. She likes the shit. She wants to use it. She wants to, like, mess around with the idea. So a comes back to you. And says, "Hey, buddy," um, and that's what they'll tell you. They'll say, "Hey, buddy," uh, <laughs> "Hey, bud." Uh, Any way you can send over that Pro Tools session? Uh, Taylor w- w- likes some of the elements in, and she wants to like co-produce some of it, and she wants to kind of mess around with it. Um, can we have the Pro Tools session? So you're kind of stuck, right? Because you don't know, Hey, if you if you give it to them then you run the risk of your idea being completely redone and reworked, re-performed without you getting any credit. So that's why it goes back to copyrighting your stuff. Because if you copyright an idea, you at least have a fighting chance in court if they try to steal and interpolate your idea. Um, Number two, this A&R is looking at you like a new, completely new producer. You probably don't have representation. You probably don't have a good entertainment lawyer. So you absolutely have the um the underhand uh in that situation as the producer. So they're gonna strong arm you. They're gonna say, you know, well uh, you know, give us the session and you know, we'll work it out, whatever. And if you're an excited new producer, you're gonna jump right at it. You're gonna say, Okay, word, oh man, Taylor Swift, let me send this session over. And, you know, you think everything is going good and blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, you know, Taylor a uh, year goes by and Taylor Swift's album comes out and you hear a song that sounds exactly like the one you made. Yeah. And it's happened so many times in the industry. That's not cool. And it's not cool. So when when is the right way to send a Pro tool session to an artist? It's all about trusting that artist and having that trust relationship with them. Um, if it's your first time dealing with an A&R or or a bigger artist or even a, an independent artist, and they're asking for a pro tool session. Um, be pretty clear about what's about to happen. You know, have your your bases covered, but ask as many questions as possible. You need to have information. Um, you know, uh, you know what. Uh, first of all, you should probably request to be in the studio with them. You know that what I'm saying? Well, a new, pro- that's, that's, a,
3: new, a new producer, that's almost not.
4: No, but. You have to try at least. You know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, try. And, and you could pull it off, maybe. You know, if you're a really talented musician and whatever. But um, the first, your first, the best case scenario in that situation would be, well, how about I just come over to you guys and we can all rock together? Um, that would be best case scenario. But then the the conflict with this whole thing is, do I give up the Pro Tools session, <laughs> um, or do I hold on to it and and risk not? even working with this artist because they might come back and say well if you're not going to give us a session then fuck you we don't want to even use the song we're going to move on to a different producer so
3: basically as a new producer go risk. for it you have to risk you can't it. sit on a track that's not doing the, anything so.
4: exactly and that's why every single producer you know and i guarantee this talk to them, tweet them i don't care every producer you know has gotten fucked over one at least once at least. Um, it's That's how you get broken in. It's like breaking your cherry. You know what I'm saying? Pause. No, I'm not pausing that Pause, shit. Pause, nigga. Fuck that. Break your Pause, cherry, Pause, motherfucker. D.
3: God damn. <laughs> you believe this
4: shit, ladies? Yo. Gosh. Oh, man, that was Anyway.
6: ill
3: mind um, Aggressive, you But no,
4: man. Like, yo, I feel for producers, man. Like, you know, I got to go through that too sometimes. So just be careful at the end of the day. That's all I'm saying. God where, damn where? it. So... You hear those beats? You hear that? So Bro, at the end of that? That, that, that,
5: that was his. That was his experience at Flux Studios. What he talked about? Actually, I mean, somebody, it, really was, it, was. it was. It was.
3: I I actually got like a, a text from somebody about you okay, at Flux Studio, and they were like, "Yo, yo, your man Ilma. He's he's. I mean, he's a scientist. This nigga's a genius.
4: Dude. I mean, I'm Asian. And I, I, like, you know, I was like,
3: you <laughs> uh, know, I was like, yeah, he's. I was like, wizard. I was like, he's Most Asians, <laughs>
4: mostly.
6: <laughs> Most His Asians thing. are
4: very intelligent now. Um, yeah, I, said, nah, man, I, to, I man, told them you were reading, the,
3: you know, the cue cards that Sean was totally was. up and everything. You know? I mean, I was
4: stoked. I was, I, <laughs> you know, it was weird because I walked in there um, as a student, like, totally, like, trying to soak up what, what Guru was saying. And then I got the curveball request, like, yo, Ilman, can you talk to these? You know, so, but it was I all that, good. I heard, I wanted I heard you to. did an
3: amazing job and, um, you know. Strange for Bill Mine, he did a fantastic oh, job, man. and uh, a lot of the cats said that you you said a lot and they learned a lot from good. it too. Yeah, so good. Um, you know, and you know, ups, I don't want anyone,
4: ups. I don't want anyone to get it twisted. Like I think I'm some fucking uh, dude who knows it all. I don't know it all. I learn something new every day, and but you know, I know what it's like to be completely new in this industry, especially as a producer, and just like have not have no guidance. You know, because like a lot of a lot of producers have managers who just don't know what they're doing <laughs> and I see it and it's not cool um, you know so you just you gotta rely on yourself at the end of the day you know what I mean
3: now let's talk about that a little bit let's talk about when a producer should really and does really absolutely need a manager cause you got producers like yo I got a manager whoop de whoop and they have no placements they're not getting any work when does a producer put a management in place in their career when you know do what? they start feeling like okay i need someone to take this care gonna of this is going to be a
4: weird answer yeah you should never get to any point where you tell yourself i need a manager and i'll tell you why because number 1 the moment that you tell yourself first i need a manager that means that you're 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 programming yourself to Look for one,
3: and give other people responsibility. No, 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 no,
4: no. You program your brain to look for one, and when you look for one, you never find the right one, ever. You can't, you can't look for a manager, right? Most really, really good managers end up being people that are there already. I'm telling
5: you, once you already basically have a relationship. Yes, they're usually the guys
4: or the girls. Who have been in front of you the whole time and then you get to that point where you have a realization like oh oh shit be my manager or oh shit be my whatever blah 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 Um, you know and and one also big 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 thing about a manager is the manager has to believe in you 110% I'm talking about your manager has to be a fan your manager has to love your shit your manager has to want to exploit you and exploit your music and, and, and get you paid and get you opportunity because they're, only, they're worth 20% of what you're getting or whatever percentage you guys. So it's in their best in interest to um, help you out as much as they can. But that's very difficult to do if you have a manager that doesn't believe in you. Um, that's why a lot of times you're it's a better situation to end up with a manager that actually found you. Having a manager that approaches you is always better because there's a good chance that that person is familiar with you they're, they like your music. They have opportunities that they're thinking about. Oh, hey, I want to manage Stoney. I know what she's capable of. And I have a couple opportunities in the back burner to make some money. So let me break bread with her. So let me holler at you. So Stoney, and then they hit you up. Like, Stoney, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. They try to get to know you. So, you know, you want your manager to, to find you. Uh, most times that works. And it's not the same for everyone. But um, don't look for one. Never, ever, ever look for one. Um, that shit will come to you. True. So, uh, I just want to hear this Kendrick shit, yo. Let me turn it up. <laughs> I, I want to turn it up when the when he gets shot and shit. Okay, never mind. It's a long song. Um, okay,
5: back to what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's coming. Like, hold on a second. Yeah. Fuck this nigga. Let me turn, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> let me no. turn on this stuff. <laughs> man, Kendrick's full. That's nah, all good. But, uh, yeah, man, did you guys uh, check out the Fader for producers to watch?
4: No, Actually, I
3: didn't. I'm looking at I it didn't. right now. I mean What is
4: this? What?
5: Uh they they listed, you know, the the basically their favorite four. Uh Mike Will made it from Atlanta. Okay, he deserves it. Shout he, you out know, to Mike Will. He, yo, he shout did. to Mike
4: Will. Sorry, Mike Sean. Sorry. Shout to Mike Will. Shout to Vinny for fucking killing it for Mike, man. Vinny's the homie, dude. Uh Vinny's getting paid right now. now what does Vinny do? He's a his entertainment lawyer. Okay. Uh, he also got him his pub deal. But yo, shout to Vin. Dinner's on you, baby. I'm saying. I mean,
5: the joints he has, all of them are on the radio. All of them. All the time. Every minute. All the time. You know, he did the uh, bands will make a dance, uh, 2 chains, No Lie. You know, it's, it's that type of stuff. You know what I mean? And uh, they had Paris Bueller. Who? Paris Bueller. I, I don't know who he is.
4: But... Apparently no disrespect to anyone, but he's that's notable. That's probably apparently. a fader, fader staff trying to be. We're, we're going
5: to go through this list and we're going to talk about. I it, know dude. those motherfuckers, yo. And DJ Mustard. Um, yeah. Wait, this is producers to watch. Yeah, producers okay. to watch. Okay. Um, he did Rack City, uh, that Two chains joint. I'm different. Oh, word. Dope. And uh, YG, I'm good. But Dope. my favorite one on this list is uh, Chuck Strangers from Brooklyn. Word He does uh, A lot of shit from You know Joey Badass Camp From the Tombs And uh, Daily Routine So You know He's for the cast that Miss that sampling shit Miss that soulful shit Miss Miss Not hearing I mean We don't miss those days where we kept on hearing nothing but trap shit on the
4: radio. Right, right. <laughs> right, yeah.
5: We're not gonna we're not gonna miss those days. But that's all that you've been hearing recently. So Chuck Strangers is like a breath of fresh air, definitely.
4: Shout out to Chuck Strangers and you know, man, shout out to all the producers that made that list, man. You know, anytime you're a producer and you, you make it on some kind of list or whatever it is, man, that that's an honor always because you know your 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 music is out there. It's further proof that that you're on the radar and and you're doing you're doing the right thing. So um,
3: I'm noticing the, the commonality with all these guys is they all use Fruity Loops. that's, yeah. that's, yeah, the, they that's the that's yeah. the new phenomenon. I mean, Fruity Loops used to be the that ain't new. Fruity Loops yeah. used it's to be niggas the niggas
5: didn't want to talk about it. Right, right, that's
4: very right. true. <laughs> Fruity
3: Loops used to be the oh you are using Fruity Loops you ain't using MPC yeah. yeah, yeah. and on the Lolo cats was chopping up in there but clearly fruity loops has opened up an opportunity to get these guys their sound and get their music out creatively because they all using it you and know, all this shit sounding crazy and, yeah and you know what i'm not mad at them
5: when when everybody first started like making beats what was shout your, out to ninth wonder what was your go-to program like your first program you thought oh maybe i should try this out what did you go to uh you me both of y'all motherfuckers. Y'all yeah. sitting here with me? You, yeah. Oh the Asking first no, the first note to
3: program, <clears throat> I think it was to make beats, it wasn't no program for me. I mean I just wanted I I used to look at that uh album cover with Pete Rock. Yeah with the S P with the um the was it S P or M P? It was an S P. And I used to be like, damn, what yeah. is it oh man, I used to just like, look at I the records be like and that. you know no, I didn't want to be like that, but you, you know, don't I be like Pete I, Rock? I the game I like the gear. Right. Right. I was I was fascinated by the gear. By the time I did get something <laughs> that gear wasn't wasn't in it, style. It, was, it was like yeah. absolutely. It was like absolutely no. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I think it was Pro Tools at the time because yeah. I mean that's right. what for was me back for in like, studios, seven?
5: Yeah. like the first program, like you know what I mean. I know you guys. Use DAW. Hard I use hardware too. My, you know, my first Pro My
4: first DAW was Cakewalk. 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 I had a PC. This is this my shit was gully yo. I had a PC. Uh right and then i had cakewalk on it and then i was sequencing in cakewalk midi output triggering my kai s20 oh
3: you was doing that you was doing it big boy style (laughs) that shit sucked (laughs) i mean my for me it was pro tools it was pro tools and i had my friend gave me an eps he had and i was like what the fuck is this and it looked like a pc you know what i mean and then I just uh, I would just track stuff out of there into Pro Tools. Right. Yeah, Pro Tools was my first, you know, software.
5: But that was what you were making beats on too, or you doing it all hardware? Cause like you know for
3: you I know both. younger
5: producers now, like all right computer is what you're on all the time. Yeah. Right. And then they're like, all right, what can I use to make beats right now? I don't have any hardware. I don't have anything. I have just my keyboard on my laptop.
3: So that's the question now. I think it would happen. And,
5: and, it, and it rolls back to right. Fruity Loops because, I'll be honest with you, have this stuff that probably... Everyone has used once in a while was crack software. Yeah. And it was so easy to get Fruity Loops because I think it was free at one point. It's It's free, right? And it's still affordability. Yeah. You know.
4: I think I think Fruity Loops um really hit the hit the nail on the donkey. (laughs) When (laughs) when uh for a couple reasons. One, the shit is fucking cheap to get, not cheap quality. Uh, cheap Right hundred dollars Or maybe it was even cheaper back then Number two Super easy To use Super intuitive Simple It was just basically Your go to shit If you had Zero money no, no money to spend And you wanted to start making beats and, and cats and couldn't just get cats, a Mac Cats got it People got it Right Shit They got used Mac, to it the They got Fruity That's- Loops they played with it, they got money. comfortable with it, they got good at it, yeah, and then yeah. they just have no reason to switch out of it.
3: Now, for me, I, I never had a PC before, so wow. it was always Mac.
4: Always Mac. Gateway, yeah, you know I mean, saying, I had all I the bad PCs. No, you, you didn't have a Tandy, though. <laughs> I had a motherfucking Tandy. What the fuck is that, man? I'm showing my age. Here. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you guys. Say, what the fuck is that? <laughs> tandy, you guys don't remember Tandy? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up, goddamn it. T a n d y Tandy, PC <laughs> bitch. Um, yeah, no. Uh, but I, and then I got an SP 1200, which was dope. But the thing I liked about, um, I think it was the first actual DAW in existence was the SP 12 you hooked up to a Commodore 64. Y'all don't know about that. Nah, I don't. So it's an SP... It just SP got real listen. quiet. Just pause. I really don't. SP-12 yeah. had this thing, and if you guys listening you know what I'm talking about, and correct me if I'm wrong, it was, it was a version of the SP-12 that there was this wire, you hook up to it, and, and it wasn't MIDI.
3: And a big yellow drive. Something. A big floppy.
4: Yeah, with the thing, and then you hook it up to... I saw that in a museum. You hook it up to a Commodore... <laughs> Wait, no, listen. You I hook it up I to a Commodore 64, and... It looks like uh, MS DOS type oh, yes. screen. Oh, and like the sequencer was asterisks. And funny. you type the asterisks in and they trigger. The
3: Asian is talking right now.
4: Yo, I was a, n- a computer nerd.
3: Yeah, yo, you, you, were playing, what? you were
5: playing Space Invader, no, nah, no. Nah, nah. I you was had playing, a dot matrix printer connected
6: to that <laughs>
4: shit. I was playing Final <laughs> Fantasy making beats, B. He was doing nerd, beats before yo. PlayStation. <laughs> yo, but that shit paid off because all you cool motherfuckers that used to pick on me in high school. All you fat fuckers now, man. <laughs> you guys are losers now. Losers, losers. I'm the winner. I'm the winner. You're the loser now.
3: <laughs> What's wrong with him, y'all? <laughs> no, dude, he's
4: kidding. been holding back I'm for so playing. long. He's I've been sold right in so long to say that to you, losers <laughs> who used to pick on me. Actually, no, I wasn't even like that. I used to pick on people in high school, actually.
3: You look like the bully type. Look I was you.
4: a bully in, in senior <laughs> the year.
3: Tattoos? Don't
4: lie, man. you a nice dude. No, 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 no. Freshman <laughs> year, I was mad nice, innocent little Asian dude. Trying to make friends. Were you the
3: little skinny guy, because you?
4: I was skinny. Sophomore year, I was, um, I was getting cool, but I still was a loser. And then junior year, I just didn't go to school. And then senior <laughs> nice. year, I just became a dick. And then, oh, and then that was when I was making beats. And then I became uh, not a dick anymore. So
3: that's when the lady started howling at you. No,
4: no, like, well, well, yeah, you know, yeah, no, I've done my part. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no pause, huh?
4: No pause on that. I've played my part. All right,
5: both of y'all, let's... Uh, music break. <laughs> let's do a music yeah, break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let's do a little music I'm break. i going to play. Gonna, we're going to probably get back to... I don't know. Real quick. Did y'all hear that fucking James Brown and Tupac song that's on the Django soundtrack?
4: No. No way. No, 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 fucking no. terrible. Music really? break. That's all right. all hold say. up. I'm going to play for you gotta guys. We got to Google it.
3: Put that on Twitter. Tweet that title so we can it's, all listen to it terrible. at the same
4: time. It is listen, terrible. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna play you guys. We're gonna go on a 10 minute music break, and then we got D Prosper coming in soon. Uh, D Prosper is, man, D is my homie. He is uh, a veteran NR. Worked for G Unit, and 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 he also produces, and he's just super OG. He knows a lot of people. Super talented. Super genuine guy. Um, he's coming in at 11, I believe, so we're going to interview him on a number of subjects. Um, and he has an album out, too, which is fucking amazing. Wow. Everyone should hear it, and it's a free album. So we'll put you guys on the game. We're going to get a little bit of insa- insight from D-Prosper. Why don't we
3: send the link of his album so cats can we'll listen send a to link. it? No, we'll send it out. We'll send it link. He comes in, and uh, they tweet. Like, start we'll tweeting. It right. yeah. So
4: uh, we're going to go on a little musical break, 10 minutes. I'm going to play you some shit for my man, Mass Pike Miles. Uh, shout to Sarah J., um, I did I did a couple joints on here But uh, this album is really amazing I love it So uh, I'll play you some Mass Pike And we'll be back in 10 minutes
3: Cute, blah,
6: blah, blah,
4: blah, blah. Bitch <laughs> and
0: she really wants me right now In love with the fact that she dealing with a real ball so determined on breaking me, yo, oh, her body's calling right now. Leaned a little closer, said you can have it all. Is it cool for my friends to come? Oh, oh, I swear I've encountered moments like this before. Ain't nothing new, no, just a different face. You said yeah. he wants to fly. Okay. your eyes and take a glimpse on how I live. Get your mind for the night. Never had a nigga about that life. life. She down for whatever right now. Take a moment, breathe in and breathe out. Down, down. Breathe. Breathe. breathe in deep. Baby, sip a little moan and get she can remember is here hearing her. Yeah, baby, i real good. Love the way you pull my hair, make you scream. Damn, I taste the deja vu. Every city there's a different you. Fucking with every nigga in your view. Damn, my words are so true, yeah. I swear I've encountered moments like this before. Ain't nothing new, no, just a different face. She said she won't to fly, fly. Who wants to fly, fly? Them flashing lights blind her mind. Yeah, she never seen it done like this. Open your eyes and take a glimpse on how I live. Yeah, she's mine for the night. Never had a nigga about that life. That life. She down for whatever, right? Take a moment, breathe in, and breathe out. Out, out, Breathe in deep, baby, sip a little more and get free. She said, "I know." She said she wanna live, but
2: shorty living a lie. She blinded by the. In the fast light. Pop said, keep your head up. And baby, don't cry. B.I.G. told you, baby, the limit. It was the sky. Yeah. That everyday struggle, just trying to stay alive. Just to get by. Knowing this ain't life. That's why I feel your pain. But surely she got a brain. But she ain't using the brain. Got a college degree. Call it chasing the dream. But this ain't how it seems. Shorty spreading her legs. full spreading the magazine. by my head in the church Sunday morning. Thought of you and your kids, too. Praying to God you don't end up like my Campbell. Yeah, it's your motherfucking I
0: Never had a nigga about that life. Yeah. Sí be
3: sure and why from my
4: bondage you to the why the fuck am i asking why i you hello yeah we're back um shout to uh oh that's a nice fade out shout to uh mass pike miles man that's like one of my favorite mixtapes to come out uh as of late um you know i got a couple jams on there but that's not really why i like it <laughs> I hate my songs on there I, Bluff, I actually Bluff. love all the other songs uh, But uh, yeah uh, Black on the radio Welcome back um, We have a special guest with us We're going to talk to him In about a couple of what Like two, three minutes We'll get him on uh, So
3: Shout out to G.I.D. Radio Shout out man. to G.I.D. I mean, radio um, The new home They showed you us love Now
5: you can, now you can tune in to us You know via Ustream all right. Tune in through your, your phone you, you can tune, can tune in, in through, through your phone through iTunes also, so...
4: Wow, iTunes, your phone, your tablet, your and iPad. And you can live
3: stream and talk to us live.
4: You could you could tweet us and talk shit to us. You could do all that stuff. But you do that anyway, so it's totally fine. Yeah, you do that anyway. I hate um, you haters. So shout to GID Radio, and also shout to uh, the homie Pumpkinhead, who's shit. just in the building. Um, you know, he has his radio show here at GID before us. He's got this really, really dope show coming up. Um, it's called The Classics... A 90s hip hop revival Um Doors open at 9pm 15 at the door It is Taking place Friday December 28th So that's the Friday Uh After Christmas And it's at Public Assembly In Brooklyn And uh Who we got performing Man Just a who's who uh, Legends man we Just got the, the back of the flyer Is crazy Yeah the back is retarded Uh You got the artifacts on, You got one. You got the juggernauts You got uh uh, uh, cellar Dwellers You got Mr. Man From the Bush Babies Vast Air Cannibal Ox Polyrhythmatics Man, Polyrhythmatics Used to be my favorite uh, oh, Signs, got of, life, signs oh. of Life Signs of Life House of Reps um, Vince to Bundy uh, Mr. Live, El Fudge Yes uh, And of out, course PH, man
3: Shout out to Khalil Wow, Mr. Man, huh?
4: Yeah, shout out to Mr. That's man That's uh, This is gonna be A legendary night So if you You know, if you're trying to you know, uh, revive your your love for for hip hop and the shit we we, we grew up on. Um, definitely check the show out. So it's at Public Assembly in Brooklyn, um, and that's Friday, December twenty eighth. Shout out to Pumpkinhead, man. That's gonna be a dope ass show. Lord. I'll be I'll be there as a fan. You know what I mean? These guys are legends. Um, and uh, so before we get into uh, this interview with the amazing D Pross. You know as you guys may or may not know I released volume three of my drum kit you know I had to plug it real quick um, black, black, black three three, three and uh, if you guys tuning in don't know really don't know anything about it really so uh i I have a series of uh, drum kits I release called the uh, blap kit and it's uh basically my drum sounds you know just over the years making beats and 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 you know miking up drums and you know, chopping drum breaks and layering them up, and, and running them through different samplers, and 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 uh, creating my own textures for for, for drums. Um, you know, I've I was able to collect a a good handful of them. So one day I decided to release uh, my actual kits for you guys to use because you know a big thing about producers uh, formerly, and I had a little Twitter rant earlier about it. Was you know there was a, there was a long period of time where a producer was really kind of adamant in not sharing their drum sounds. You know, it's all, that whole like, open snare rule where, you know, if you leave your snares open or your kicks open, then, you know, them shits are, will get jacked, you know what I mean? And I've jacked many a Jay Dilla drum kit, you know what I mean? And if you're, if you're, if you really really are a producer, you've, you probably have jacked Dilla's drums. Um, I've jacked Pete Rock, you know, and not jacked as in I'm disrespecting him, but like those guys' drums just sounded so good to me that, like, I used to chop them up and, and program my own shit. So, basically, you know, long story short, I collected my own drums and, and, and released them to the public for sale. And uh, I just released uh, Blab Kit Volume 3 uh, last night. And it's doing pretty well. People are are receiving it pretty well. So, um, you know, my goal for the whole Blab Kit, really, it's not even about the money. It's more so about... Um, just trying to help inspire producers and upcoming producers and even established producers, whoever's getting the kit, to to just have those sounds and kind of create new textures and, and find inspiration. Because um, really, at the end of the day, you know, you guys know as producers, um, you can never have too many drums um, and too many sounds. And Stoney knows this, right, Stoney?
3: Yeah, I'm saying. Um, t- uh, tell the cats how you uh, think they should utilize your kits, too. Like how you have it structured in the folders and everything.
4: Yeah, so a lot of, you know, a lot of imitation drum kits um, or or other drum kits, you know, they have these super-duper processed uh, drum hits, you know, snares, kicks, hi-hats. Over-compressed. Over-compressed, super reverbed out, you know, and they're trying to make the shit sound pretty for you to use, but that don't mean that uh, your shit's going to sound good necessarily, right? And really, at the end of the day, um, when you find drum sounds, and this is my opinion, you want to be able to have as much uh, freedom to create your own textures. So with my blab kits, I make sure that the kits are, are ready and um, texture-wise able to be layered with each other. So you know, I, re- I recommend using the blab kit to create your own shit. You know, start layering the stuff. Um, you know, layer kicks and snares together and different snares and claps together to create your own textures um, and that's really the, the, the goal for my blab kit. And what going kind goal. of
3: format you got them in?
4: Uh, so everything is in wave format. Um, you got at least 150 sounds per cool. kit. So, you know, $25 gets you 150 sounds. Um, and, you know, that, that's, a, that's a pretty good deal in my opinion. So uh, check it out if you need drum sounds, if you need some inspiration. Um, I know I can't get enough of, of new drum sounds. So uh, check out the blab kit. You can get it at uh, illmind.biz, B-I-Z. Word.
5: So word. uh what's next, man? We we gonna first of all, okay before we even get Ask this me. man on the radio Ask me. We gotta switch out the music to like some raucous shit because Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mass Pike, we, I love
4: you, bro, but we We gotta. We,
5: we gotta start there, B, because right. this dude coming up, man, he, he's yeah. gone from raucous to Gene to Atlantic from from starting with uh just spoken word and poetry, I mean Yo, this cat has a lot of history, so we have to we have to start off with that. All right, no, got I got to.
4: the I got the perfect uh, record to start off with. Um, I'm gonna find it right now.
5: But in the because, meantime, while he's doing that, okay, um, a couple albums coming out top of the year that uh, you might be interested in looking forward to only because of you know the, the the producers that are on there uh asap rocky's yeah. album. yeah i'm really interested in seeing what that's gonna be because they got hit boy clams casino t-minus uh 40 wow Who else they got on here wow. oh skrillex which is a huge surprise to me but you know skrillex is on let, there let me let me see what that's interesting
3: be skrillex is on his trap shit and danger Don't mouse Danger Squid- Mouse Squirlox getting on his track beat shit that, that track no. actually
4: I, uh, I'm, I'm acting like I don't know the track listing I looked at that track listing and it looks pretty fucking crazy yeah 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 um, is Ty on that? Ty is on it Ty he is on, on it, on it. Okay. shout
3: out to ASAP Ty
4: shout out to Ty my former student I used to be his uh, counselor at the Harlem Children's Zone and that's what's I, up. I always knew he had something, and he just—he's he, just. I saw, I discovered this shit a couple of years ago. I was on two dope boys, and I saw that they were at Hot 97, and I look at the picture of ASAP, and then I see Ty, just like, with his arms crossed. And I'm, I look his, at with it. his B boy stance? I, it was the B boy stance, and I double take. I'm like, Yo, is that, is that Ty? Little Ty from Harlem Trill Zone? And then I did my research. I'm like, Oh shit! So Ilman
3: love the kids.
4: I love the kids. <laughs> Don't have any kids yet. But he but, love the kids will soon i will soon and in, um yeah oh, oh we're okay yeah, you know just had to switch it up a yeah, little. yeah yeah yeah
3: you know? so
5: the next joint i was going to talk about uh january 22nd joe button oh my gosh yeah you know i mean it yeah. better be dope man it, better be, dope. You know uh, it, it better, better be dope. it better be because i heard premiere might be on this joint Come on, that's Joe Biden's son.
3: You know he gonna bring that heat. Stop.
5: Yo, yo, you never know nowadays, man. He gonna bring that heat, dog. Come on. You never know. I wanna see it in writing. It's gonna be all Odyssey, I gotta say is
4: shout list. out to Budden. Joe Button. gonna Joe be Budden, hot. Joe Button started Just Plays, so he's Okay. He's he already. didn't start him. Wait, didn't wait he? he didn't start him. Didn't he?
5: He didn't start him, no. I thought nah.
4: I thought the button record was the Ron, first time. Bronze Nazareth was like, ah. you know, his
5: you're not talking about the start of Just Play's career, you're talking no. about his
4: shout-out. The shout-out okay. I'm talking about. All right, all right. Yeah, no, that shout-out's good, cool as fuck. So you know you gotta give him credit where it's due, right. and he's a good rapper too. Man. Yeah, shout he's a good Joe rapper. Butter,
5: I'm, I'm really, you know, it's. And he's we talk of, we talking about production now. We are. Know, We
3: can care less about. No, we, we don't care about rappers right now. <laughs> no. We talking about we talking, about the, talking beats. about the songs or just the beats? Beats. Talking about the beats
5: right now, like who's gonna be on there? Cause we don't know the songs yet, obviously. Yeah. Unless you got something that we don't, Stony, and
3: you ain't sure. Stoney got some exclusive Shout out to shit. Joe Biz. I don't know what's man. going on, Negro. What's up? <laughs> I can't call the player. I just know it's going to be some heat on there. I'm just oh, saying. Man. All
5: right, all right, all
4: right. All right so well, yeah, man. Let, let's bring on the home. Without here. further ado, yes, sir. Cute. We got the how we got to intro D first properly. So we got amazing, amazing, amazing. This man D is like I've known D for a while now, and um. Man, just, he's just a, an amazing dude, man. Just overall, like, I don't even like calling him an A&R. He, he, he is an A&R and he was an A&R and he has got so much rich experience in the industry dealing from, like Sean was saying earlier, you know, the raucous era to even producing uh, on some of the raucous stuff to, you know, shifting to when he was with G-Unit and then hollering at me on MySpace. I'm sure D remembers that. Uh... And and you know, and and literally that that MySpace message, you know, pretty much shifted my entire career and you know, this man is responsible for really, you know, breathing new life into my career and 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 introducing me to a new world. So um I want y'all to really welcome uh my man D Prosper, man.
7: Come on, let's get it. Thank you, thank you. We need
4: uh we need like a uh, uh, a a, a gunshot or some shit. (laughs) (laughs)
7: Thank you for having me on black. Welcome Cute. to be here. I'm happy to be here.
4: Uh, D, first of all, thanks for taking the time out. You no know? problem,
7: no problem. Can you hear me loud and clear? Yeah, yeah, D, you're good. You hear okay. yourself? Yeah, I hear myself. Okay, good. I'm cool.
4: Uh, so thank you for, for, for coming through to Blast on the radio, man. Um,
3: Can I say thank you for wearing that sweater? Oh, thank you. Ladies, he got the spiky official see? classic I joint. Let's let's I'm gonna take a picture and <laughs> tweet that. that you you got to understand
5: right her history, man. Okay. She she's so stuck on the visuals, but now we have a camera so now she can finally tell the ladies to tune in and all that. Oh, that's,
3: yeah. that's great. Just, that's great. <laughs> that, I mean, the sweater is classic, y'all. The yeah, sweater yeah. is dope. Come on. Well, thank you. We thank you. Got four <laughs> acres in, come on. Four, yeah. Yeah, we're taking it
7: back. It there. is. We're trying to bring that era back. So right. that's, yeah. that's that's kind of the era that um that um that that was just a fresh era for me yeah. that that stained in my in my brain and and yeah. helped lead the course to my life. So uh, yeah. that's why I'm that's trying to pay honor with that or at least with the music contribution that I just drop which is our Adam 12 12 12 yes a
4: man let's let's before before we even go to the other stuff Mm -hmm. I really want to um let me load on the music it's pretty blatant, you know just actions voice just cuts right through that shit um let's let's talk about this project first off um you know and, and and before we get into everything else you know D Prosper is an amazing uh producer I consider him a producer uh artist you know rapper um just just songwriter, artist in general. So he just dropped a project, uh, Adam, 12 12 12. Uh, I had the pleasure of hearing a lot of this album uh, before it came out and I was completely b- blown away by it and, and very much inspired by it. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the project. Do you like, you know, tell us about where you got the idea for it and, and what made you decide to make an album like this and also uh, some, I guess, experiences on how it was creating this project?
7: Well, I decided like uh, you know nine months ago that it was it was uh, it was time to kind of help restore balance with with in the sonic tapestry of what's going on. Um, I love hip hop, and hip hop has allowed me to have a job. It's how it allowed me to travel the world to Asia, to Brazil, to Africa, all through the grace of hip hop. To Cuba. I can say that on the radio now, nice. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that. You can I hope. Nice. I wish I could go to Cuba. But, uh, but it allowed me to go to a lot of places and I see that no matter the politics of the country, uh, the music kind of put everyone together and um, it, it, it represented a lot of different things that I felt that a lot of the American artists were forgetting a lot of the principles that made it a global phenomenon that it is. Um, and I felt like, you know, I love everything because everything's balanced. You know, good, bad, up, down, male, female. So you got to have everything. There's nothing that's so goody good or nothing that's so bady bad, but you got to find a, a good uh, medium where you can give hip hop to in a form that right now it feels like we're in genetic modified hip hop period. Where wow, you know, that's a crazy way to put it. It's, but... it's like GMO hip hop where it's, <laughs> GMO hip hop. Yeah, the producer. There, there, the boom, <laughs> right. and do it. So it's Monsanto music. Yeah.
4: I Monsanto. came from
7: the era, at least in my G-Unit time, of just finding producers and sounds that haven't been discovered before because I'm a collector of you know, vinyl, of jazz, artifacts. I've, I've always been into collecting things that were rare, that everyone else might be screaming one thing, but you could find that little rare diamond in the rough, and that's how I found Ill You know, I, oh. I, I was hunting around the Internet, finding things, looking at what people are talking about and and, and just doing my research and that's just how I've always been so when it came time to kind of self-reflect and create my own art um, which the universe was drawing me to to create my own art it, it decided to follow those same principles that got me to this point in my career which is follow your heart so I followed what inspired me um, and I related that to the Atom, which is the origin of a lot of things. So I just wanted to take it back to my roots, take it back to my origins and why I was inspired by uh, the music that allowed me to take the journey that I took. So no I just kind of want to invite the listener into that journey. And um, that's, that's what, you know, yeah. got the Atom. Real, that's, that's Real quick,
5: you were talking about the vinyl. I know you had to be a, a big fan of Sun Ra.
7: Oh, man, I love love rap. I love, I love <laughs> jazz. I love, I love Coltrane and Miles. And I just thought jazz was the hip-hop before the hip-hop because it was the right. cool thing to do. If you was hip, you was into it. So that's today equivalent to swag. And It was a know, lifestyle. It was a lifestyle, yeah. and, and hip-hop is a lifestyle. And, and they didn't uh, get all the accolades in their lifetimes as some of these rappers are doing now and a lot of these people were geniuses, and I just want them, us to remember that our culture is rich, and it's not just a consumerism type of based hip-hop. Now, we like nice things and cool things. I mean, I fly, I just flew in from L.A., first class, business class, Swag. that type of stuff, So, but <laughs> at the same time, there's other things that I can prioritize and put energy towards and put art towards, and I wanted to keep it from an honest place, so I just wanted to create music that I liked, and that's down. how Adam came about.
4: That's amazing. Uh, go ahead. Could you talk
5: about how uh, how your how your process was for picking your production? Because you have people from like Flying Lotus to Knowledge to Floyd the Locksmith on there. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's that's shout out to Floyd, man. Yeah, shout out to Floyd. You're all the coast right shout out there. to all of them. Those yeah. are all homies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The
7: homies. Uh, I'm a I'm a Sonic man, so. I listen to vibrations of music and how music makes me feel. Um, and when I select certain producers, I look for those type of attributes that a beat isn't just a loop, that there is, you know, a uh, progression, that there is a bridge. There's, there's movement. Because right. movement, life is about movement. Energy is about movement. Yeah. Electricity is moving. Everything is moving. So if you can create <clears throat> a certain sonic, Backdrop that can allow me to feel like it could fit a fabric. Because if you listen to Adam, it kind of sounds cohesive, and they're all different producers. And I chose that on purpose because I wanted to create certain sounds from other people, but they're all really one because they're all following the same principles of honesty and coming from a place of uh, of balance. The, the tracks that I, ch- I didn't choose just a certain type of track, I chose. A, a large arrangement of tracks, because the Flying Lotus is a Bollywood sample, but it also yeah. goes with ways of the world that some might kind of feel is like a West Coast type of sound. So yeah. I try I try to hear myself. Hold up. Oh, fast. <laughs> a little technical diff. Technical difficulties. Here we go. So yeah, so picking the tracks is like, I always like to close my eyes and just imagine what the tracks uh colors that it comes because I see music in colors and a lot of people see
4: synesthesia
7: yeah
3: what was your um creative process with each producer and each song were you in the studio with them did you did you guide them you know some
7: of them was like I was with the producer and we vibed out and they played me some joints I was like nah that's not it but I like what you played me but it just didn't fit the fabric of what I was trying to do and some of them just sent me music, and I went through them, and I found what fit into it, and I tried it out. And if it worked, it didn't work, and if it mm-hmm. did, it, it, it made the cut. You know? Now, were you
3: able to um, have creative, uh, what do I mean, like creative input in a sense, like you're in there, and you say, I like this track," but could you take that out? And could you bring that in? And were they receptive? And I mean, uh, the,
7: the, way, the way I do it is I kind of like, I did a lot of the sound bites and the sound edits, which kind of was to me... The narration of the story. Right. Um, if if you listen to the music, there's a lot of narrative of sound bites from movies and different mm. things that.
3: And that was, was your a, idea. A, a, those,
7: those are all my. That's what I added to the tracks. The so tracks would pull all, it all together. Would pull it together to kind of glue it together to give it a, a vibe and a certain feel. Oh. So so that those were my things. But most of the production was done by the producers, and a right. few things I had to add, you know add a little bit. But for the most part, every producer did what they needed to do.
4: I um I, I love the fact that you you're using the word fabric, um, yeah. you know, and energy because, like, <clears throat> I, and I know a lot of producers may may agree with me, but like, really, at the end of the day, the the beats you're making, or the even just the music in general you're making, is really energy. Yeah. It's energy that that's resonating with people, and the important thing behind that energy, it's this like, and and I know, and it's cool to have this kind of conversation with Ud because you you know i i feel like me and you share some of the same uh uh approaches when it comes to like energy Definitely. and the way the universe vibrates and things mm-hmm. and how music is a physical thing so you know when you think about energy and you think about a beat or you think about a song and and you know what Dee was saying like how how he's creating songs that are completely honest with what's inside of him and what what he's feeling you know you have to you have to always remember that you know, if, you're, if you want to um, relate to a certain piece of music, then you really have, you're co- sort of relating to that person. And in order to create an honest uh, uh, piece of music that will resonate, really, really resonate with people, it's got to be honest. And it's got to come from a really honest place because that honest energy carries with the music as well. And if you're creating feel music it. They and feel people it. feel it, I mean, I feel yeah. like in my opinion, if the music isn't honest, you know, that dishonest energy goes with the music, too. Not really in an audio audible form, but it's there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That energy is there, and people see right through it, you know? and
7: But sometimes but being on the both sides of being right. an artist and being an executive, sometimes you can force-feed people to believe something True. That, that's not really what it is. True. Just because that is the nature of our business, it's an illusion. And if you can get people to buy into the illusion, but... I'm with right. you 100%. I just needed yeah, to put yeah. that in. It. No, totally. No, totally I think right but you know. I think
4: I think I think it applies more actually to the producer. Right. You know, if you're a producer and 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 you're producing music with intentions of uh maybe I should you know fucking do a beat like uh Jaleel so I can try and get a placement with Ross. Mm-hmm. You know, and that might work, whatever. But like if you if you're a producer and you're in there creating Honest music that you really fuck with, that you really like, you know that. I feel like that energy will resonate with people, you know, and 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 you see it happen time and time again. So, but D is definitely right. Like the illusion element is definitely uh, a part of it. <laughs> I mean that that machine, yeah, clear channel radio, all that.
5: You know what I mean? That yeah. machine is just, it's just yeah. how it is, but, man. But, they're gonna but, they're they, gonna they, feed you. They,
7: they're gonna feed you, but I think that. Shows like this and black radio and and just what y'all doing for hip-hop is important uh, for the whole planet. Believe me or not, y'all right. doing, y'all helping the planet and y'all freeing the minds to at least have an alternative to listen to different, you know, producers like Ill Mine or, you know, you know, Khalil or Lotus or whatever. Like, they have created their own industry in a sense because... Uh, it's almost like the kids with the haves and the have-nots you know right, so right. we still got to play we're still going to have a yeah. life it's like the kids in the ghetto you know we might not have all the privileges but we make you know the best of out of circumstances like uh, example there's uh, there's a kid in Sierra Leone named um, DJ Focus mm. um, who's a 15 year old kid who invented his own radio station
6: hmm. and Whoa. invented his
7: own mixer and stuff and hmm. created all that from junk and uh, crazy. If you look him wow. up, you should, you should check him out. His, his story is very inspirational. They flew him just recently, like a few weeks ago, to MIT to wow. you know, show him, you know, little different things that he doing. He just learned by tinkering, and I think wow. learning and you know those type of experiences is, is people coming from nothing and, and, and allowing them to to express themselves by the by. Uh, being innovative, you know.
4: Yeah, and that see, and that's an amazing uh, scenario because, like, you know, there's there's a lot of people on this planet who have literally have nothing, and but it doesn't mean that these these people don't have the same potential mm. to become great, like you know, more fortunate people like us, like in America, whatever, however you want to put it. Well, but
3: we, well, we all have uh, we all have our soul. Right you no know, we right. all have spirit right. that's one thing we all have, whether it you know rich, rich poor. or poor right, right. Your exactly. spirit and the way you treat others and what you offer into the world, your vibrations that it's you vibration can't buy that right right it's
4: vibration yeah and 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 I experienced that um uh when when I was teaching briefly in Harlem, you know like like with these kids or whatever it's like you know the 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 the, the potential is there it's just you know the the system is working against them to the point where they they don't have those options you know you can't be a kid from harlem and and most most kids from harlem don't tell themselves you know yeah i can go to nyu and i can pay for that you know what i mean it's just immediately shut down no you can't go to nyu or no you can't go to harvard you know what i mean and and it sucks but um you know it's just it's, it's it's just an unfortunate thing but uh you know that, that's just one thing I learned in that experience. But um, the, so I want to I want to backtrack over here and 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 talk a little bit more about the album as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell tell them what the the name the acronym stands for and the whole meaning behind the album and.
7: Well, well, Adam, like I said, was the reference of of taking it back to the origins. But when I did perform as an artist in '95, '96. Mastermind, Mastermind era.
4: Yeah, I, I yeah, had, we I know. Had, I had
7: a project called <laughs> Adventures of Mastermind, and yeah. um, so the acronym became, you know, Advanced Thoughts of Mastermind. And um, wow. since I was coming back, with it, I felt like it was if, 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 it was time to, sh- to hear yeah. advanced, you know, thoughts and advanced, you know, astral projection in music yeah. and music and trying to just take it to a higher realm. And, um,
4: and that's almost twenty years in the making, almost.
7: Wow. Well, it wasn't in the right? making because I I wasn't writing and doing all that stuff. Okay. Oh, I I was a real good worker bee. He, he's been a big, <laughs> yo yo. Yeah, like, yeah. His resume. He's and been a busy man.
4: Let's let's talk about the worker bee part a little <laughs> bit because you know and 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 before we shift gears. Get the 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 Adam Twelve Twelve album, please. Uh,
7: GetAdam.tv. GetAdam.tv. G e t A t o m.tv. GetAdam.
4: Go there and get the album. It's free, so there's no excuse. It really is. No. Not. Cop My, it. Yeah. The beats are crazy. The, the 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 album is crazy. The everything about this album is absolutely mind boggling. Please download it, and please listen to it, and spread the word if you like it. That's
7: Definitely the word, spread man. the word, and um, if you're into the lyrics also, you can decode it at rapgenius.com.
3: I mean, it is, and it's 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 refreshing to watch you talk about this album, because mm-hmm. you're smiling, and mm-hmm. I could feel your vibrations. Like, he's, like, yeah. really, you know what I'm saying? Like, you hear cats talk about their music, but this he's smiling his like, right here, great, this, this is his baby. His
5: he's like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you I know. mean, I raised this young. Yeah, I mean. this See, I'm right here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> D, D,
5: see, Deep
4: Process is like mad humble, so like he tries to be like, "Yeah, you know, it's a little project, you know." But when you actually listen to it and and, and you get it, it's like, "Holy shit, like this thing is 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 a, is a is a is a an artifact of of history." You know what I mean? Like it's crazy. So, we can ramble about it, but get the album. Um, let's talk about the Worker Bee stuff. Right? Yeah, Why man. not? Yeah, let's, the record
7: let's... bee stuff, you know, Most Daft produced a record on Black on Both Hands Side called Mr. Nigger featuring Q-Tip. Yeah, Cass didn't know that. Casted,
5: casted, no, that D D produced, pro, on right. the ASR 10, I believe. And on the ASR 10. Yeah, he has some
7: beats. I love the ASR 10. Oh, you and, know I do yes, too, yes, D. Yes, yes. yes and yes. Q-Tip was on that song? And Q-Tip was featured on that song. Where? And... Um, you know, I did Executioners, uh, you know the name, Stop remix playing. with uh Falmont and Exhibit what? and uh Crazy Who Crazy. was Inspector Deck was on that.
3: Wow. And then um Legendary then, Shit.
7: You know, I did a lot of records that didn't come out and some Japanese stuff and you know, I did a, a single in Japan with uh Barefoot distribution. Dude, this is oh, your barefoot, opportunity man. to not be humble. Like, nah. break it down. Yeah, nah, it's, just, it's like when, it's like when you talk about yourself, it just seems like you're just talking about yourself. But, but no, nah, they
5: want to know. We, we, we want to We'll do it for okay. I know. How it is. we'll do a for we'll introduce
7: East Peace. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, I was, I was, I was around a lot of cool projects and giving my input to even, you know, the Black Star album was my first like A and R job that. I realized that I wow. put together that I didn't get the credit, and that's when I started taking it seriously. I, I was getting a consultancy check, but I wasn't like I didn't get on the credits. And when I realized that I did all this stuff and put people together and try to, you know, that's when I was like, you know, something ain't right. So I put it, I put it together, and I felt like, all right, fuck all this artist shit and just being creative in the studio and helping motherfuckers with ideas and hooks and right. being a cool fucking D. Right. This is a job. So I started going hard, like, not being an artist and just let you know about my business and right. write fucking business plans and I could email you and get right. on it and, like, you know, handle business right. like a real person. And Commissioner Gordon, who was uh, A&R. He was oh, right shout president. to Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He was uh, A&R, had A&R at uh, Columbia at that time. And, and you know, he, he brought me in there.
3: So did he did he like mentor you
7: or He was like my yeah. mentor, definitely my mentor and he gave me my first job at Columbia and then wow. you know, started working with Lauren and then you know
3: started uh, Lauren Hill Lauren by the, by the Hill. way, guys. Shout out and to then, Lauren Hill. Come on, y'all. Yeah, shout out to
7: See, uh, D,
4: D calls sense. Lauren with her by her first name. That's just <laughs> he don't how it is. have to use the last name. <laughs> you know what I mean, that's just how it is, yo.
7: <laughs> now I just love all love to, yeah, we're, to we're. Uh, Lauren and you know the Marley family as well. Mm-hmm. I work with them as well and um also worked with Rich Nice and the Trackmasters in that era. Wow. Nice. And, uh, wow. KG and Naughty. Um, you know, I, I did some records for a group called Coffee Brown.
4: Oh, I heard um, of Coffee Brown. So, uh, okay.
7: you know, I, I've been behind the scenes of a lot of cool things. And uh, obviously, you know, 50 Cent most people know me by because I was using the same approach uh, at, a, at a corporate level that i did on an indie level which was finding the jewels without caring about who did what just finding exactly something that can improve the album uh give someone an opportunity like i got an opportunity and continue that legacy to continue And and i think they keep that policy to this to this day they do so. So, so I think. I, you yeah, but know, no, something, no something. nobody <laughs> did it better than you.
4: I will. You and Shadow. I will say. I will <laughs> say. D, 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 D is 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 one of the, if not the pioneer of that. Um, you know, and I remember that clearly, and and I kind of caught like the tail end of it a little bit because mm-hmm. it was like, you know, my early interactions with D, it mm-hmm. was D, you know, coming in as sort of like uh, uh, an A and R and bringing me in and everything, and that just that whole concept of finding and throwing out the politics and finding those new producers that actually work. Right. You know what I mean? And it's, it's a mutual thing because for a long time it was, you know, if you weren't part of the matrix, then guess what? You weren't getting a check, a big check on a, on a, on a multi-platinum album. Right. You right. know what I mean? You had to do a lot of different groundwork to get in that door. So, so, you know, what D did allowed for us producers to be able to get in that door and say you know what my material is dope believe in me and 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 let me put the work in and and we can change the game so um man amazing
3: now can i ask a question mm-hmm. uh le- let me rewind a little bit so you started off using ASR 10 correct yeah for the producers that are listening out there what was the young d prosper like what made him want to go make beats and start digging where did the, where does that come from? Where did that stem from, and how, and who was your first influence, in all that whole creative stuff?
7: Believe it or not, there's a there's a gentleman who's on radio in Connecticut. His name is DJ Buck. I don't even know their call letters, but he's a known pretty DJ. He's a program director up there, actually. Nice. He was uh my one of my early mentors, and um. Where are you from? Originally? I'm I'm originally from Rhode Island, from Providence, and um right. I've been a New Yorker for 19 years though, but uh. He was basically the first guy in my neighborhood that had an sb P twelve and okay. you know, DJ'd all the parties. So he was my cool herc or whatever right. me growing up okay. where he he had everything and the rappers would come by his crib and he teased me just that he still got the four tracks of my stuff when I was like fifty. Uh, <laughs> ah, those are so jewels right so there. he was like, he's gonna let him out the gate soon as I drop. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, hold yeah. that, hold that, hold, hold that. that. Right. Uh, but um, but yeah, so DJ Buck, I gotta give it up to him. And um, if you you know if I got my BlackBerry, I could tell you exactly what station he is. But he's pretty mm-hmm. known. He's he's known in the, in the uh, your run for you doing your radio promo run mm-hmm. when you go to connecticut oh dope, yeah dope. he's the, he's the guy and so uh i mean he inspired me and um there was others obviously just the music business itself i mean
3: so when did you get that bug because everybody has that day when they got that bug and was like yo i gotta have this piece I well f-
7: well like I, I never really wanted to rap per se i was always writing as uh, like i'm a writer like i would say I, I, I'm a, just a writer more so than just a, a rapper because I just like to write. I could write, you know, a business plan. I could write some poems. I could. I just like to see words and, and oh. execution of of your words and you getting your complete thought out. So that that place took me into the spoken word scene because here was an opportunity where I can use my words and and travel and do things. So it allowed me to to go on the Lollapalooza. Uh, 94, and wow. that's where I wow. first met Dilla, and that was the wow. time when Dilla met Tribe. And, and what was what
3: was that like? Can wow. you like give us a little bit of jewels? Like, do you that, have one Dilla story that? Yes, we oh, need a Dilla story. About yeah, we need a Dilla I, story. I got, Can we get a Dilla I story? I got some good
7: Dilla stories. I got <laughs> a uh, more than long. one. Fuck it. Awesome. <laughs> I remember like me and 88 Keys. Uh, shout out to 88. Shout,
3: shout out to ADA 88 Keys. We, shout out to Tumbling Dice, Rashad Smith.
7: He's oh, oh. tuning in. Yes, he is tuning in. Yes. Shout, tell Rashad got Adam Anthem. He's hot right now. Yes. Give him big up, big up. Yeah. But um, my dealer story, you know, a few different stories. I remember when he first played me Slum Village. I was with 88 as well. We was at Electric Lady Studios. Before it came out? Yeah, before it came Oof. out. And And um, we was in... The studio, when you go downstairs, all the way, all the way to the back. I forgot the name of it right now, but I'm picturing it as I'm speaking to you. And he was just like excited about uh, hearing his music. It was almost like uh, you know he knew something big was going down. This is before Interscope deal deal with Interscope, with Slum was on Interscope, and um, he played me the music and and he didn't even know I spit and all that. Like at that moment, but I just wanted to let him know. I was like, "Yo, that's just crazy." <laughs> wow! He, he inspired me. I think he played me. Uh, he played me uh, the record with the James Brown sample. I don't know. Oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, man. when I first heard that, I was like, "That is so genius!" Oh what? my gosh! And and that's and, like an off loop too. Yeah, and Ugh. and um, it just inspired me, and um. Then um, he sent me beats too. Yeah, we, we we developed a good friendship, and he used to send me beats. And I was trying to get him on Fifth stuff because you know I knew about his sickness and stuff, and I was trying to hit him with some good news. And right. um, he was sending stuff, and it was it was great for me because I love everything. But yeah. my guys, Banks, and these guys, they just thought it was just too, too a little just too a left from right. the mainstream because when when you're at GU, and you're getting all the best of the beats, all the best. So, like, if you got a subpar beat and the drums is just a little bit off and the next beat come when the drums is completely crazy, you forgot about this one mm-hmm. that was a gem, but it just, you know what I mean? Yeah, so things yeah. like that. And, right. and when I listen back to the beats now, they were great. They was great. That There's stuff that, that came out that people rapped on. Do you still have them? No. Nah, that, uh, that, um... That wow. that laptop completely fried. That was yeah. won't turn back wow. on anymore. And I wish I would have kept him. Str- yeah.
3: But you know what? That's,
7: that's but one, one of them I kept though because I sent it to Eric Roberson and um, he did a record with Dilla. One of the Eric Roberson records with Dilla came from the bats that I sent wow. that Dilla wow. sent me and I sent to him. Good um, shit. So there's there's interesting. I mean, he was definitely. A, a great inspiration, funny guy to be around, and I don't know if we're 420 friendly, but we used to get involved with that a lot. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is
4: definitely 420 friendly. <laughs> I mean, we definitely. got the green background, you know yeah, what I you mean? You know?
5: But real real quick, man, uh, could you explain to these cats what's the difference between A&R and music consulting? Yes. Because well, yeah. there's a thin
7: line and a big line. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think, I think there's... There's just different types of A&Rs because there's some A&Rs that just, you know, do the things that are safe, and then there are people who, you know, break the rules and the mold. So I think I'm someone that's on the latter part of it, but it doesn't help that if you're doing a record and you get Pharrell and you get Timberland, of course you're going to spend up all the budget, but that might be the gamble that you're willing to do to, to make that, you know artists in the company recoup because yeah, at the right. end of the day we're in the music business and we have to sell some records in order to keep the lights on in order for you to have a you know expense account and all the perks that come with working on the label so there has to be some type of uh balance there now music consultants in my understanding are people that you know they can help in part of the process of the project like i'll give you an example on. I worked on two Tupac projects, The Evolution and uh, Pac's Life. And I got, you know, production coordination and stuff because I did a lot of A&R type stuff. But, you know, Tom Wiley is, is, you know, Tupac's A&R. So nothing can change that right. from right. doing it. So I take a, a, a project coordination stuff. So that coordination uh, title, which is, you know, just titles. they don't mean nothing, but... The work that actually I did would be, in that case, considered a consultant because I wasn't, per se, the A&R of the project from beginning to end. I did what needed to be done for my pieces and handed these records in for my pieces. And so that hence gave me production coordinations opposed to A&R, which is final from beginning to end. And A&R, as most people know about this time, is artists and repertoire, which can be from making sure artists get their producer decks to making sure we got all the stems and bounces mm-hmm. and all the different TV tracks and all the different, the, the, the radio version, the street yeah. version, like yeah. <laughs> all the ways that the music comes out to the people in, in this uh, master state is kind of overseen by the A&R process before you hand it off to marketing and product management to, you know, in publicity to get you to interviews and editorials and all yeah. the things to make a record go. Uh, working at record labels allowed allow me to realize that every good project has to have a team of execution. Yeah. It's almost like yes. in, a, in a world of just tech and, and things, like you can have a great idea, but if you don't have the team to execute it, your idea is worthless. So I kind of look at that in a sense that when you... When you have artists and you have projects, you you need to have a great team. You know, Jay-Z is Jay-Z, but he has a great team of people that you might never see and walk by on the street right. every day that make it possible for him to stay ahead of the curb. From everything from a stylist to everything for him knowing what new shit is hot to wear to, to you know, who's the new hot producer and right. who got the new beats and Hit Boy. I'll give you an example. I know Hit Boy for a while when Hit Boy was running around with Polo to Don And Mm -hmm. hitting me up on my space, and um, I'm proud of him as well to see his his evolution and his journey. But um, you know, who would ever thought that that he would be working with you know Kanye and Jay Z? And just a few years ago, he was just trying to figure out you know how to get back in the game after leaving a situation with Polo. So it's time to like reinventing yourself and allowing not the politics of the game to get in the way of good music.
4: Amen to that. Wow. Um, Are you D quickly? Are you still uh, you still doing any A and R work now? I mean, I know you have an album and everything, and no, I'm I'm I'm
7: I'm, I'm more consulting. There's people that you know ask me to consult for them and you know work on projects. But I keep it honest with you. I've been doing a lot more education uh, based you know, music-related projects. Like, last week, I had Just Blaze in L.A., and we were speaking to some kids from Compton. Amazing. Um, it was a wow. situation where, you know, there's a uh, uh, a, pro- a program called G-Camp, and um, they basically take kids who are, you know, in juvenile delinquents or whatever you want to call them, in these, these you know, jails or whatever, and they can leave early if they go into this program, which allows them, t- uh, teaches them poetry and, how to make beats and how to you know, edit videos and all that. That's amazing. Of stuff. So give them something to do. Give them something to yeah. do because, you know, the children in the future. So I had an opportunity and um, I got on a call and, and they, you know, was picking my brain. So I try to bring the hip hop related things that's that I think can can be educational because I've worked in the business for too long and it's more than just money that motivates me to want to do this hip hop shit at this stage of my career wow. so i had wow. just come speak about it he did Shout Kendrick Lamar. Just blaze. Yeah, just blaze is the yep. big homie so he um you know we spoke about you know how how do you make a transition into this business and how do you follow your dreams and that's the type of work that that uh invigorates me to want to continue in hip-hop utilize my hip-hop super friends and connections that i have in that to inspire people in a way that my nestor, because I never had a when I was coming up, someone bring you know yeah. someone I looked up to, you know around like no no problem, and to teach me and give me guidance and give me hope, and and I, and you know I think that right now, you know it's important for 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 the humanity and, and the country and and everyone if if you empower the youth basically, yeah, okay. and that's that's okay. what I wanted to do and. That's pretty much more what I'm doing now, and doing my work with, with NASA and um, IsisYouth.org, which is, um, you know, instituting science in schools, and uh, I'm really big on that because I feel STEM, and, which is science, technology, engineering, and math, if, if our children aren't excelling in those areas, mm-hmm. then then we're just gonna be, you know, Fetch fetches. You Did know? y'all realize he yeah.
5: just said NASA?
4: Yeah,
7: NASA. Beat. D D works for NASA. I mean, so <laughs> we can crazy. talk to
4: D for five hours and not cover everything because there's so much that, uh, that that he's doing, and uh, and it's all amazing. And I feel like, I you know what's cool? It's like I feel like at the end of the day, whether it's creating an album or you know uh, doing the venture in Compton or whatever, it's like you're you're giving you're giving this energy back to the universe. Right. Really, and that's mm-hmm. the, and and and, and ex, you know, uh, expressing that kind of energy to the universe really just—that's an, an amazing thing, man. And and you know, I, I hope that more human beings on this earth would would do that, especially if you're in a position to be able to, you know, uh, figure out a way to 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 do that in your own way. You yeah, know, I mean, I you have to have purpose, mm-hmm.
3: right? You know what I mean? I mean, you have to have purpose. That's what—that's what this is about.
7: Right. And I think hip hop, we just kind of forget what hip hop was about. It was used as a tool, at, at one point, to 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 speak for the the people who wasn't in power. You know, the less fortunate, the yep. oppressed. It was it was coming from that place because corporate radio and play wasn't playing hip hop. They didn't want to give us no day of light, so we had to go in the park and fucking you know yeah. create right. parties and you right. know right. Right. you know the rest is history. Yeah. So. Just that that energy alone allows us to see that if if we are creative and we put our energies into something, we have created a trillion-dollar industry without any hip-hop billionaires.
3: And we did it together.
4: Amazing. Um, And on that note, I think we should play some of this album. I want to start out with Stop and Frisk.
3: Okay, yes. okay.
4: Then
5: I want to hear Elephant Ride. All right, you t- okay? Yeah, okay. you know okay. I mean, okay, just as long as you play those two. First, hold on, I'm good. hold on. Stop and Frisk. <laughs> Stop and Frisk is my shit, man. All right, we're I'm gonna, gonna play Stop like and pick Frisk. Up and up now, knowledge on
4: play. that, man. Uh, big up to knowledge. And then, uh, what was the other one you wanted to play?
7: Elephant, Elephant
5: Ride, Flying Lotus did that. Big job. up Flying uh, Low. My
7: so, we're go,
4: we gonna play some of the album. We'll play Stop and Frisk first, Elephant Ride, and then we're gonna play the intro, uh, and then maybe one more, but uh, I
3: want to hear the one, uh, Number three, but y'all Jay have Electronica to. T, tell
4: them again where where to oh, get the Adam album. Anthem.
3: Oh,
7: yeah, gotta, oh, play Adam gotta play Adam Anthem. Gotta play, so play that. Um, yeah. You can get the, the project uh, Adam twelve 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 at getadam.tv. Please
4: do that, and if you don't, and I find out you didn't, I'm well, fuck you.
6: GetAdam.tv. <laughs> get, <Adam dot laughs> let's get go. you the aggressive right. ill mind. I'm aggressive <laughs> now. Nah, so
4: enjoy the music, y'all. We'll be back in a mo- in a moment.
3: Kip
6: Black yeah,
4: Radio. Yeah, let's Black.
6: go.
1: I'm quite sure they don't care nothing about us. They, they fucked that man up right there. They kicked his ass. And they snook him. That wasn't leaving, right? But
2: they know, cause nobody was with her. Yeah. Stop, and frisk and stop and frisk stop and frisk and Stop and frisk stop and frisk Stop and frisk, it's stop and frisk In the streets of New York, it's stop and frisk Do a die. Stopping it's stop and frisk Harlem and Uptown, it's stop and frisk Jamaica, Queens, now I mean it's stop and frisk Listen, in the streets of New York Be on the lookout, homie, watch where you walk Behind the corners, they be lurking, they working Patrolling the subway for certain Protecting and serving Behind the curtain, uh. Gatekeepers be wildin', hit us to the island, racial profiling. It's winter in America, big up to Gil Scott. Coincidence over intricate plot, they keep my niggas locked, get to life on the block. It's diabetes, high fructose, a la carte, it's the penitentiary. All the pound box All the rhyme box, All the jump shots Straight automatic This is real life fabric Pieces of a man Sometimes it seems tragic Home is where the hatred is There you have it Stop and frisk To stop and frisk On my way to my meeting What the fuck is this? Stop and frisk To stop and frisk Violate my civil liberties Ridiculous Please Stop and frisk To stop and frisk yes, Got to stop and frisk East New York talk got to stop and frisk. Organize, organize, put a stop to this. It go on and on till the break of dawn. Make one move and your black ass is gone. Wish Diallo and Sean Bell could hear this song. Right is right, but what's wrong is wrong. To have the authority to harass minorities. It sound ill for kids in Brownsville. From Atkins to Hegelman to putting them in Franklin. Hold your head high, you know why? Cause you're champions. Boys and girls, don't let the cold world discourage you. Learn your history, the evil that men do Blacks, law, dictionary, libraries can lend you Learn your rights, don't let the nonsense continue Then you Always fit the description of the mugging Think black males is only thugging your bugging Shit is just fouling for heaven's sake Look around, New York is a police state Stop and frisk, stop and frisk, stop and frisk.
0: Hey you, where are you going? I'm to of my
2: fucking business, that's why I'm going Stop and stop that off frisk. Frisk. Yeah, with the- what is this, Jeopardy? Stop no, it and ain't frisk, stop. It ain't frisk. Monopoly either. And I ain't going to jail. Freeze! Freeze. Stop and frisk. Stop God and frisk. God damn, y'all sound like I said a fuck man. Your hands on top of your head. VX, what's next? Stop, stop and frisk. East of York, real talk. Stop and frisk. Jamaica, Queens, now I me. Mean. Stop, I I stop. stop and frisk. Stop and frisk. I know I stop and frisk. Stop and frisk. Whole black man in a black neighborhood, on a black block, and y'all just gonna bust my black head. stop the You Look suspicious, the Yeah, you look suspicious,
0: and you definitely look black.
2: Turn around. Come on, Mm hmm. nice shit right here. Prosper, j Alec. All hell, the rap guards better show respect. we on deck. Do the damn thing, shine like the gold penance You send it to black kings. You know the flow is cold as ice. Stop beat in the hell with that tumbling dice. The guards back, matter of fact, on the Oracle. Big up Just plays, Mike Shab, Johnny Oracle, TJ on the wheel. Stook on the camera, do the quick to quit, hit him with the hammer, internet thug, put a block on you spam it's really no question, you know who the man is Sun on that sunrise, sun zoo, burn like the sun do Mike chat one, two, respect when I come through, move like royalty, salaciata so majesty, brightest of the hundred billion stars in the galaxy. I spit venom Hate the sour like lemons and then to the read the man to the worm. Holding them and blow the spot. If the embassy bombing The master shaman rock to hold the golden death mass like a ton common. I'm in a highway, hoop deep. Shades on koofie. Notice I'll be focused, man. Discipline like sleep Damn right, hold tight. Black fist, dark night, real revolution. Every rap, just the prototype. First and everything interrupt. Yeah, homie, that's what's up. DNA origins, black boots, tell a friend, Lucy. Three million years on the skeleton. Uh, now you just scared and trembling. See me in the club getting more love, the Wimbledon. i planet Earth's best man. Fuck with you. you heard but tell you still running this shit is (laughs) upset Funny. I used to
1: be a sick up kid, so I think of all the devious things I did and all of the mischievous things I hear. Should have died at 19, never seen my kid. A slave for nicotine, whiskey shots anonymous. The rear view shows no one there reminding us. No Ramadan, Koran, Hanukkah, Yama, cause the save lead the way that the DJ did. Uh, Jay Valore, Theodore, Fedora, Sweet uh, Theodorus. No church, no holy water, no pew, no Mass the La Jolla. Uh, I leave the rain in the way I came. Gold medal, rose petals waving my cane. The party people all say my name, Black God body. Civilizer 85 right there in the lobby from JFK to Hobby. Huh. How does he do it? It's kind of like this. Every my right is like a flying disc. Huh. I drop bombs like a scientist. I drop bombs like a scientist. J Elect gets stronger as I get older. I measure with the heat that's made by solar. I represent the UPT Magnolia. Tin man floating in my tin can. Major time to ground control. My resume fucks up the sound control so am
2: share crop on the rack. The A&R behind the scene, pick the tracks. Put my work in, everything turned black. Had you a tub me from the traps. Hocus Pocus, their magic is bogus. 2012 AD, keep focus. Broke the spell, the bell is stoutness. Sucker MCs put them on notice. We gonna rock all night cause we take no breaks like them fixed gear bikes use these words weaponry. No trial to tame the US citizen definitely Fight for freedom Especially, kill him slowly, you know me, protest over-ending AA that biggest shit, you now tell me why that magazine Koryana a nigga bitch Mama, I know I'm no on you What you say, mama? I don't see a side of life that you've never seen Okay, okay, a nigga step up, catch the ambulance ride Rapper test me, catch the ambulance ride Tell him with pride, see them walk alive I stomp the ass out on an elephant ride Oh, there I go, oh, there I go. Sippin' Merlot, Virgo, Cusp Leo, hot like Thermo, that Dante Inferno. You know, Prosper got more lines than come Kyle Myrtle. Used to be my homie, used to be the ace. Now I spit fire and saliva to the face. What you saying is, roundhead, nigga, you can disappear, really no trace. Ain't the music, an hour, the city of the fairs. Poetry like it's on your Sanchez. That rock him alive, you really know the meds. What you mean, you fall lean and all type of meds. This type of shit, put bullets to the heads The homie coming at you Twelve tribes in Africa to take over like the prisoners in Attica uh, Prosper the top, spit Plus he got more styles than your urban the soul. welcome to the saga Shafiq Hussein thinks she's saying, Prosper the fire star. What you saying, mama?
6: Freedom is a No doubt, no doubt,
5: Blap on the radio
6: We back blah, blah,
5: we got D Prosper sitting down with us tonight. What's up? What's up? Yeah. You know, we just uh, we just heard a couple
7: joints off the Atom. Yeah, record, elephant man. ride is my joint. I love that record. Yeah, it's high man. energy, Bollywood flavor. Who know.
4: produced that joint? That's Flying, Flying Lotus. That's Lotus. That's Flying that. Lotus. Yeah. The yeah. amazing Flying Lotus. Mm. Wow.
5: But yeah, man. So uh, I wanted to wanted to go back real quick and mm. actually break down, uh, you know, the the highlight of the three places that you've been working at, more so with uh, consulting and A&R work, uh, Columbia, Raucous Records, and g slash Interscope, would you be able to break down like uh, the actual work you had to do at each one of them, more so like m- how much involvement you had if you were actually in the studios with these cats? Mo- all or if all it was
7: situations like that, that you just brought up was definitely in the studio. The difference, I could say, is... The Columbia days was the golden era of hip hop where I used to not take the train to the studio. I used to oh, yeah. take the, Man, call get service.
2: the car <laughs> yeah. service. Yeah, yeah, it was, was like money, money was we was new. we were spending
7: so much money, it just was oh it's just girl at the studio, oh just take the car service, you know? <laughs> It was just it was the excess of, yeah. of of the music industry at that time. We could not see well they could not see, I should say, the heads at that time, could not see the internet. Being as prevalent as it is today, and affecting yeah. their model of business and their over-expensive lifestyles of music executives. You know, during them times, you have executives that was living better than the artists. Right. Even in these right. times, actually. Right. yeah, it's still going <laughs> yeah. on today. So when you have that happening, and there's always an issue. But then the raucous era was, you know, it was, it was, it was. Not misconstrued, like, they did a lot of the same things because they was a young company, so they was trying right. to, you know, show that they can do it. And it was, you know, backed by Rupert Murdoch. If you didn't know that, then you know that now. Wow. So they, they had real money behind them, but they kind of, you know, you know, big up to Brian and Jarrett. You know, they, they did a lot for hip-hop, and, um, you know, I, I got nothing but love for them. But that was what they was, they was experimenting and learning through mistakes. And doing the stuff that indie labels are known for to do things that a, a major record label wouldn't think of, and then G Unit jumping back on the machine was actually, you know, full fledged like execution. Like every piece of, of the puzzle is important, or you ain't even on the playing field. You know what now, I mean? Now, what are those pieces? Uh, well, the departments. I mean, obviously you got to start with the content, but then. My job is to make sure that the music is, is, is to 50's you know, caliber and standard of what he feels represents his art from the, the hood and the streets. And everyone else's job is to make sure that the machine moves from making sure that he is in the right places at the right time, making sure we do video game deals. Like, everything that we wanted to do, 50 is very focused. And, and a lot of it I give to Shaw Money because Shaw Money was the anchor who had who held a lot of uh, 50s idea? Fifty would come up with it, and Shaw Money would be the executor. So, like I said before, that your, your ideas is only as good as your team that can execute it. Right. And if Shaw wasn't the person there to do what he did for fifth, then it might not be a Fifty Cent to the level that we know. You know. Wow. So, but wow. li- all three of those situations, to me, a lot of them uh, they're both, all three of them were learning experiences because. You got to see, you know, on a G Unit level fly, flying on private jets, and then you got to see um, on the raucous level of, you know, having to squinch up in a van and go do radio promo. So it's, it's like different levels, but they're all the same goal, which was to try to sell some records. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and trying to yeah. make a brand. And, and luckily, I just happened to be around artists that people revere and love to this very day, and I've just been fortunate by the grace of god to to put me on this path and this hasn't been an easy road and it's still not an easy road but i i can just say i'm living proof that if you stick to your dreams that you can get to where you want to be in life if you focus and not compromise on any part of yourself or your ethics or who you are even if it's the long road you'll still be able to get it if you're destined to
4: and uh i want to ask you too um just just the fact that you've had so much experience with different types of uh, hierarchies and different labels and different people. Mm-hmm. So you've experienced both sides of the fence also. Um, and then also having a ton of experience um, doing business with producers. Um, seeing that, you know, this is Blap on the radio and mm-hmm. it's a producer thing. I think, I think the golden question for producers is what can I do to... Break out, break out of that mold and, and, and start getting these placements and become a producer that 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 can do this for a living and do it for a long time what What is your piece of advice being that you have experience uh, behind the desk as well? Um, w- what are a couple really key points for producers to keep in mind, um, or also kind of like there, remember there, and preach there, to get to that
7: point there, there's a bunch of things I think uh, drive. Obviously, you know, when people tell you no, uh, allowing, because every beat isn't for every artist. Right. There's a beat that 50 passed on, that game rocked, uh, the you know, another fabulous took. Uh, you know, it's like there's different uh, different artists feel different things. So, you don't, when someone doesn't pick your beat, you don't need to call them like fifty, hundred, thousand times and be like, yo, me? that shit's crazy. Because everybody says, that shit's crazy. That shit's crazy should be like, the producer, like you know, yeah, <laughs> the word that when the producer tell me that, I'm like, all right, some cats right, just me... don't know how to fall back though. Right, like, right, right. so, just
5: because you gave somebody, you know, you gave a D Prosper or a Sean Money some beats, right. but they're
7: not your best friend all
5: of a sudden. Right, right. <laughs> you yeah, know yeah what I mean, yeah. we
7: we working right now, right, oh, right, yeah. and and sometimes there's a that line with that, but but that goes with the drive, and I respect the grind because there's certain producers to this day who I won't mention their names but, <laughs> that have was so persistent but now I'm starting to see that their hard work pays off and that that same cuz it's not like I'm not anyone that's trying to stop anyone from their dreams I was actually trying to help people get to their dreams and and I feel better on that side of the conversation of calling someone and they be at work or waking up out the day and giving them some good news I get I feel rewarded to to give someone that opportunity so I feel when um you discourage people it's not uh uh like a like a shot at them it's basically you know keep keep coming try again because every every it might be in your best but in your eyes but in on a grand scheme it's just one part of the the the, the, the road that you gotta get to and, Definitely, and uh it's hard for a lot of producers to hear that because like everyone producer thinks that their shit is the most John Blaze shit that <laughs> <laughs> is the fucking planet, and I get that a lot. So, but but I but I feel <laughs> like that uh, even when it's terrible, I still listen to the shits because right. I was like they might be that one. Yeah, right. and yeah, yeah. and you know, nah, I ain't gonna use an example. <laughs> I won't. I, will, I will use. Rest in peace. I won't. I, I won't say his name. Yeah. All right, but so
4: so persistence really is one big thing, right?
7: Persistence is one thing, but I noticed that the, the most talented ones aren't as persistent as the less talented ones. Right. When their talent speaks for itself, then I'm calling you. Right. When, when your talent, you're trying to convince people that it's the shit, then you're constantly trying to yeah. convince people it's the hot shit. Yeah. I think that if your music can speak for itself, then that does a, a, a great op- door opener. I'll give you an example. I was working with King. Um and they just made some amazing work of art that allowed a lot of opportunities to open for them, and now they're, you know, managed by Prince, and that was just, oh, wow. you know, a project I was involved in and helped get out to the world, and that opened up doors that, when they created in the studio, they didn't believe that Prince would be in love with it, and right. they just wow. made music that was pure from their heart, and that wow. was great, so... Those are the instances and of success that, that um that that you can do if your music is quality. Concentrate on your craft, yeah. and 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 it will and the doors will open.
4: Yeah, I agree with that entirely. Like we and and I'll shift back to the conversation we had with, with Young Guru uh, the other day. It was you know, you know the one thing that I think as a producer you're in control of is the quality of your music. Very you're much. in control of that. Mm-hmm. You're not in control of how you're going to blow up or right. who that one big artist will be to to break your career through. And, you know, it goes back to the whole Hit Boy story, like mm. how he left Polo and, and and had to kind of restart. And, you know, if you were to tell him at that moment, dude, you know, you're going to be one of the biggest, uh, uh, you know, most in-the-band producers having, you know, big singles with Jay and Kanye, He, you know, he may or may not have believed, believed you. Believed you, exactly. You know, so, like, you never, as a producer... If you go back and, 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 and think about the success stories of producers, it was always unexpected. It was always just those magical moments. But I feel like the common denominator with all that is, is um, the producers had some really, really good stuff. And that's what right. we're all in control of, right? And,
3: and just keep sharpening your sword, man. Just keep... Yep. keep Hone your craft. Yes, exactly. Keep sharpening. You know, there's talent and then there's the skill, you know? There's the talent naturally that comes, and then there's the building skill building, right, you know.
4: Right, you, you got to, you got, you got to build got to. your skills. That's
3: and that's I think
7: it. when you're making tracks from an honest place, then it comes better than making a record for you know Jada Kiss or making a record. just All make right. hot, shit, and then yeah. maybe yeah. Jada Kiss or another artist will just love it because it's hot opposed to you. Cause that's one thing when I was at June and everyone was sending the same type sounding beats. Yeah. And I used to get like fucking annoyed. Like, like, come on, like how many (laughs) the same chords, the same Dr. Dre type of drums? It's like only a few people can fucking do that right. You know what I mean? Those are the people that are on the fucking records already. You know. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. So stick to your sound and find your sound. You know, be a good student. Like I love everything. You know. Get inspirations from other genres. Listen to a lot of music. Don't just listen to hip hop, especially if you're a hip hop producer. Listen to you know Daniel Loire you know from Black Dub, and you know he, he's yeah. a producer for U two and you know, a, oh you know a bunch of different people. So you look, lis- listen to other people who are masters of that craft in different genres. And the more you expand your musical knowledge and intake and in history, the, the more that you can find your your history. And where you land in this whole global scheme of music, So no basically doubt. step Amen. out of your
3: step out of your norm, right? Amen you know, step out of that little box and open yeah. up your exactly. horizons and travel. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and yeah. it's hard. It's
7: hard for, for some producers to travel. Some of them just beat rats and just sit in the house all right. day. Make, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so straight I up, it. it's expensive. And you know, <laughs> it is. Yeah. 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 And you know, it, and. and it, I think it really
4: just ties into taste level, too. Like, right. just, you know, if you're making a beat and it's and, and you think it's the hottest shit in the world, but like in theory it isn't, you know, that's just kind of like uh, showing the kind of taste level that you have or the kind of ear that you have. Right. Right. Because you should you should be have a good gauge of what you think is, is, is really good and what you think isn't. So, you know, but at the end of the day, it's a continual learning process, yeah. I think. And and this is a former senior A and R telling
5: you not to sound the same. I mean, yeah. like, you he's he's getting he was getting the same old shit. Nah, man. Yeah. You, you that ain't to, gonna work. You need to switch it up, you know. Yeah, switch keep, it up and keep be it honest. fresh
7: and and try to move the the meter of hip hop. You know what I mean? I look at what Skrillex is doing. I mean. He's 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 found his niche, and now when you want that type of sound, he's the guy that you go to. It's no different than Premier. If you want that type of sound, then you go to Premier, and 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 Pete Rock and Large P and Rashad yeah. Smith. Like people have a sound that people revere and love about you, and find that about yourself. Ill Mind and right. you know Jake One, and you know a lot of, a lot of people have a great sound, and and that you can look at as a producer and say, all right. If my beat is so hot, let me play it next to Ilman's beat and make sure my shit is bumping like this Ilman track. Yeah, man. <laughs> man. Yo, yeah, yeah,
4: so shit, man. It's Deep.
5: Unfortunately, man, It's two 12. hours is never,
4: it's never long enough. enough. It's never long
7: enough. Well, thank you for having me. And, no, um, thank, you thank
5: you for stopping by, by right, man. Right. Yeah. From your busy about, schedule, all love. Man.
7: All love, man. All love. This is family, Ilman S. Yeah. Yes,
4: sir. Yes, sir. So, man, shout out to D-Pross, man. Uh, give him a shout out on where to get the album again. One more time for the ADD cats out there. Yes. Uh,
7: <laughs> for some pure rebel music and refined hip hop, uh, you can go to www.getadam.tv. And it's a free download. It's my musical gift for the year. You know, we're in the holiday season right now.
4: There it is. No doubt. Getadam.com. Nah, uh,
7: nah 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 GetAdam.tv
4: GetAdam.tv See I'm screwing up it up already I got it <laughs> GetAdam.tv man D-Pross Thanks again man Thank For you. coming through No doubt All uh, love Blap on the radio G-I-D radio G-I-D G-I-D Thank G-I-D. you all for tuning into
5: our new home You know what I'm saying um, Hopefully it was a good experience Better than the last time But you know We do oh, what we oh, can Oh wait wait I see one comment So glad you guys are on Ustream now The other radio sites suck they're still no. our fan. No, you know, they didn't it, suck, man. They're still PNC our fan. PNC is
4: the shit. Shout to to PNC was shout a fan.
3: Shout out it's to AK, baby. You know, just yeah, as long as A-Kin. you can hear
5: us, we don't. We, you know, you know, we 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 rock with the shit that works. Exactly. Simple so right. right, right.
4: On that note, Blap on the radio. Blap, yes, Blap, Blap. sir. You Blap. guys enjoy the holiday. Tune Feel. back. What next week? We're back. Peace, y'all. Get out of
5: TV. every Friday, motherfucker. Friday, motherfucker. Ten to baby.
4: Yeah, GID peace. radio. Peace. peace. Thank you guys. Peace.
2: Bullet holes in these rappers called Swiss cheese. Think you can fuck with my click coming out, bitch, please. My poetry's the best you can search around.